Welcome to Junior L's and Now What? Interlude episode 9.5. For this episode, we're going to jump right into my top five. These are my top five funny TV shows. These are the types of shows where either I need a good laugh or I need to be able to watch something that doesn't stress me out. I've mentioned before that I struggle with anxiety. And one of the things, interestingly enough, that can trigger my anxiety is entertainment, which is why there are certain shows out there that I just simply cannot watch and enjoy as much as I should be able to. Uh, My wife is a huge fan of Gilmore Girls, for example. I thoroughly respect the humor in the dialogue in that show, but the drama, I just can't deal with it. So these are the shows that I can watch and thoroughly enjoy, and they bring a smile to my face. All right, so the first one on my list, and this is in no particular order, is Psych. It ran for about eight seasons, had a sequel movie, and I'm not nearly as big of a fan as I should be because I haven't actually finished the show. I still have a few episodes left and the sequel movie left. But of the shows that I have, or the episodes that I've watched of it, it's rather fun, it makes me happy, and they have a fantastic episode they did based off of the movie Clue, which I also thoroughly love. The next one on my list is Chuck. It ran for about five seasons. Uh, It has Zachary Levi in it as the main actor, who I think my wife is in love with him. Uh, I don't know that I blame her because he's quite hilarious. And uh, one of my favorite parts about Chuck, especially if you get an opportunity to get access to the discs, is the outtakes and the special features. Uh, My wife and I will sit down when we just have had a rotten day and just watch those because they are so incredibly hilarious. I mean, you can tell it's just like they went into a back room and just decided to do a bunch of gag reel stuff or a bunch of like mini featurettes that were sometimes like a minute long. But, oh, they're so funny. Uh, The third one is an anime. I don't know that I've mentioned this one before. It's called Psyche K. I'm not even going to attempt to spell it. Uh, It's at least the first season of it's on Netflix. And it's just kind of simple uh, about a boy who has basically infinite powers. And yet um, life kind of is terrible for him. And it's it's rather comical. Um, Netflix did a kind of a soft reboot on Mystery Science Theater 3000. I'm a huge fan of the original movie. Sometimes the, uh, the shows and the movies that happened after that were, I don't know, less than funny, I felt. So I'm not like a rabid fan. But with this Netflix reboot that they did, uh, I fell in love with the first season, and I'm partway through the second season. I believe it's called uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 or MSTK 3. Uh, remix. And there is some of the funniest scenes of anything I have ever seen before in that season. Now, granted, this might be one of those shows you have to watch later at night. I don't know. I'm easily entertained and I laugh at a lot of things. So be that as it may, uh, there is one particular episode in there that totally is a Star Wars knockoff called Star Crasher. I don't remember what episode it is, But oh my gosh, it's funny. And another one in there that's Avalanche, where the entire movie you are rooting for the Avalanche to kill all of the main characters. And one of the main characters dies, I think, like five times throughout the movie and finally dies in a fiery crash in the middle of a frozen lake. Anyways, really funny. Um, Let's see. That was four. The fifth one is Monk. Who doesn't love Tony Shalhoub? 
we are watching Monk as a family right now, and it's so funny. And part of the reason it's so funny is so many things that Monk struggles with, myself or another member of my family struggles with as well. Uh, if you've noticed, he likes to touch things with his finger as he's walking by them. I'm not sure what psychological or neurological thing causes him to do that, but I've been known to do things similar to that as well. I've, I've mentioned before, I'm very tactile. Tactile. Uh, I, I like to, to touch um, or, or the, the feel of things on my fingers. Um, and an honorable mention, uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, I love cartoons. It's kind of crazy, I know. But one of my cartoons that I'm really into right now that I enjoy watching with my kids is one called Total Drama Rama. It's on Cartoon Network. And as far as I can tell, it's the probably the fifth uh, series of shows that a group of people, I'm pretty sure they're Canadian, have done, starting with uh, 16, 6-T-E-E-N, uh, which I've thoroughly enjoyed that. I think it ran about four seasons. Uh, followed by Total Drama Island, which is a huge knockoff of or uh, rip or making fun of the Survivor TV shows. It's absolutely hilarious. Uh, they did one called Stoked, which is like some surfer people in Canada. I obviously don't know enough about Canada. I didn't even realize they, they had like surfing beaches. I figured it was just too cold, but obviously I'm like very ignorant of what goes on up there. So I apologize to any Canadians listening. And uh, they did another series. Did they do another series? Well, I apparently I'm not as big of a fan as I should because I don't remember. But be that as it may, Total Drama Rama is where they took a bunch of main characters from all the previous versions of the show done and pulled them all together in a daycare and made them all four-year-olds. And having a four-year-old right now and two older kids who were four at one time it's absolutely hilarious. Just a nice, simple show to put a smile on your face. All right. So that's top five. Um, this weekend, I went and saw the new Godzilla movie. And for a giant monsters beating up other giant monsters movie, it was perfect. Uh, two things I can't get enough of. Natural disaster movies and giant monsters beating up other giant monsters. I loved the original Japanese Godzilla movies. They were hilarious. Hokey, admittedly. But... They were really fun to watch. Uh, speaking of Mystery Science Theater 3000 and Godzilla, there is a movie they make fun of, which is kind of like the Godzilla of South Korea, um, which uh, there was some impressive stretches they did for that one to make that one work. It was really hilarious. All right, the last thing I want to tie this up with is something that I learned as a kid. A friend of mine who, uh, again, to uh, save on um, is the word anonymity, is the right word, I believe. Um, I, I shall leave this person nameless. But uh, one day he and I were talking and we were both firm believers in the power of the mind. And he told me that uh, he was going to teach me how to meditate. And whether what he taught me is really legitimately meditation or not, or whether it was completely and utterly impractical and irrational in every way, shape or form, I could not tell you. But I will tell you that I took what he taught me to heart, and it's actually made quite a difference in my life. It helped me to conquer certain fears that I have had, rational or otherwise, uh, one of which, for example, would be uh, fear of heights. Uh, in Las Vegas, there's, I believe it's called the stratosphere. It's one of the taller or at least one of the older, taller structures there. And they've got a thing on the top of it that was, it's called like the needle, where you sit in some chairs and they, they uh, take you way up high and then they drop you. 
uh, like free fall for quite a distance. So you're really high off the ground and then you're even higher off the ground and then they drop you. And I was terrified to try this, but I was with a group of people who I didn't want to be embarrassed around. So that I went ahead and rolled the dice and tried it anyway. And I used my friend's meditation techniques. And it's rather humorous because when they take a little picture in, while you're in free fall, you're supposed to look terrified. And I looked totally stoned because I was kind of zenned out. I was totally like in another, another world. And so I'm going to give you the basic concept of what he taught me. And if it helps you, great. And if you want to ridicule and mock the concept, please have at it. Because if any reason to laugh is a good reason. So the idea is, is you, he had me lay down in a comfortable place. It was like a lazy boy. And describe this concept where you imagine yourself on a beach or something like a beach where you can lay down and relax, uh, you know, the sound of the surf in the background and what have you. And then he kind of took it to a strange place and says, you know, imagine for the moment that there's lava creeping up the beach. And as it's approaching you, the heat is so intense that it's basically melting you as it touches you. And it starts with the toes. And the idea here is, is that you're supposed to feel each part of you relaxing as it goes. It's almost like you tense up each muscle a little bit as they're being, for lack of a better word, burned. And then they relax because they're being uh, completely destroyed. Uh, they're, they're being melted away. And it slowly works its way up your body, starting from your toes and eventually makes it up to your head. This isn't a fast process. It's, it's a very slow process. And it is admittedly all in your head. There's really not a lot of physical things you're doing. But it does cause you to focus. And it focuses on each part of the body and each part, each muscle. And it changes your breathing. It changes your heart rate. And again, whether this works for you or helps you in any way, shape or form, I, I, I hope it does. But it's definitely a technique that I even still use today when I really, really need to focus for a minute. And uh, anyways, I, I hope that helps. Um, meditation in a nutshell, but uh, good luck to you if you try it. Uh, it helped me, so I hope it helps you. And I feel like I'm repeating myself. So I'm going to repeat myself again by repeating myself. I have now repeated. Redundancy is a beautiful thing. So to end, I hope you have a spectacular week. Smile, be happy, laugh a lot, and know that the reason why the moon orbits the earth is because it doesn't want to live on the same planet as Chuck Norris.